Weird Science My Science Podcast. Weird Science My Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Weekend Edition, Episode 70. And 70 is a weird number. Rayfield Wright is uh, what I look up (laughs) and they say, uh, the former cowboy. uh, Rayfield Rayfield Wright is what your place, (laughs) your favorite place, the Bleacher Report. That's who they came. But I would actually go with Sam Huff. He actually is old timer okay. uh, number seventy, but we'll, we'll have the numbers come up a little bit later. Uh, before we go on with everything else, because we have five books tonight, we have mail as we always do on the weekend edition. If people mail us, but I do want to tell everybody we have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we do review a bunch of books. I did five reviews today. I, I got all fired up. Uh, I started reviewing a bunch of books, but then I had to go and take my wife to the hospital because of her lingering concussion she doesn't understand these concussions uh, you yeah. know ha- have just, problems just have to sit there pretty yeah, much and do i told that much. her she starts doing all these things and then the next day she feels like she's she wants to die she has and a concussion she thinks again? yeah and then she thinks <laughs> but that's the thing she looks up online that it says oh if you have dilated pupils if you got a headache that i'm saying no you're you're looking up the symptoms of a concussion you you have that we, we've yeah. already you know pretty much said that that's what you have they, you've been to the hospital for that you and, and you've been in they actually because she was in the car accident she uh ended up having a heart contusion but the reason why she stayed in the hospital longer as long as she did was mainly for the severe concussion because she went right through the windshield uh the last thing that came to her mind was the windshield is what i told her uh but so i ended up at the hospital uh with her i was reading some books and things but it did put a halt on my uh reviewing i think that i might have been able to you know dash out nine reviews in in one day that's probably would have been my record uh and in the meantime i say all this because i can because at the end of all of this they said yeah you still have a concussion and I tell you, like, she thinks she's one yeah. of those people who goes into the hospital, gets sick, whatever, and goes to the dog and expects the next day you're, you're going to be better. That's yeah. not the case. Whatever Especially, medicine is immediately yeah. works. Yeah, it's, that's not the case. And and me and her, we have some Patreon show to do and stuff like that. And I, she can't because she, when she sits up, she gets dizzy. Told her she's gonna lay down and do it. But uh, speaking of that, we do have a Patreon account that is patreon.com slash weird science, uh, where we do a bunch of comic shows, comic book shows, and a bunch of other non-com book shows. But on the Marvel side of things, we do have a Marvel weekly Patreon only spotlight. And last week, or this week still, it was a uh, web of venom ca- uh, carnage, cold of carnage. I keep forgetting that. Yes, number cult one. Cold of carnage. Yeah, cold of carnage number one. It looks like there is a possibility uh, of coming up this coming week that it might be War of the Realms number two and also that Punisher War of the Realms, which those are two pretty big ones. But they seem to be tied up with the life of Spider-Man as well. So we're going to have to see how that all works out, see how many ones we do. Flip a coin to break the tie. Yeah, yeah, or just pick which one we like. But uh, yeah, (laughs) so if you go over to patreon.com slash weird science, you can support us for this podcast, but also get a lot of other podcasts, comic news podcasts. Me and you are going to do our event podcast where we're going to start with the Kree Scroll War. We were going to do that yesterday. Yesterday and you were sick. I have read it. 
I giggled throughout the whole thing. I know it's one of those. It's supposed to be like this big event. It's goofy. So ridiculous. It is so goofy. So I, I actually had fun reading it. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to doing that. Me, I, and- I found it very interesting. Not you know minor spoiler alert for yeah. for the upcoming show, but Scarlet Witch is always one of the most powerful people in the world. Every time she tries to do something in this comic, she's just basically yeah. laughed at. Yep, yeah, laughed at. <laughs> And and just throughout the whole thing, because Vision's in it as well, Vision just likes to look out the window and think about how he has no real feelings. He's yeah. like, and I'm a robot. He just keeps looking out the window, and, and it's really heavy with the narration with that. But it, but it's pretty fun. It, it is fun. You get to see old Rick Jones, which you don't get to see a lot of, so that, that made me giggle as well. But we're going to get into this. And we're going to start with a book that's ending. And it's funny, too, because I think there's going to be a theme tonight with these books. And, and it's going to be uh, basically if you if you get out your stopwatch, uh, what the theme's going to be is a lot of these books, there's not going to be a lot to talk about. You know, not that they're bad. Just there's not a ton they're, to they're talk quick about. quick moving. Yeah, yeah you, you could read all five of these probably in an hour. Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, we should talk about it, them less it, than that as well. be longer than – Yeah, really. <laughs> we should. I, I, we uh, often talk about having podcasts on like TV shows and things like that. Me and Eric at one point made the rule that if you have a podcast based on something, it should never go longer than the runtime of that thing. And then anything me and him do always ends up longer. Yeah. That that was like it seemed like that was a perfect idea of of doing a it, podcast. It was on the initial business plan. Yeah, sheet. it was. So I'm telling you, you, you do a podcast on an hour and a half movie. It should never be longer than an hour and a half. The one time me and Eric did it, I think it ended up being four hours. Is what we well, ended you can up tell doing. When you started recording, you started recording late because you thought you'd be done in an hour. Yeah, or two, right? yeah, yeah, it's nonsense. And <laughs> Eight then hours it's, later, it's three a.m. <laughs> And you're you're wondering that I, I did say if you hadn't listened to the DC podcast ever, one of the most depressing things that I've ever been involved with was that time me and Eric were recording our regular DC Comics podcast. We started at six at night, and before we ended, the sun was coming up the next day, and it, it depressed me so much. You probably made uh, Skype rethink this whole oh, free yeah, service. Yeah, business. really, it was it, it killed me. But we're going to start right now. We're we're not going to be doing this to six a.m. And in fact, we're recording a little earlier tonight because you are going to be off to watch the yes. uh, Game of Thrones with your partner. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get done. I, I might do some more reviews. I might go to bed. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I, I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, uh, and I just thought – I didn't watch the last episode, but I'm sure that uh, Ned Stark, things work out for him, right? Is, is that true? Yes. <laughs> he's, oh, he's still lingering around. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's I, I figure – yeah. I'm joking. I, I did watch that whole season. I'm telling you, I, it's one of those things that I did end up – and it was after it was on. I ended up getting it from the library. I got the DVDs from the library, yeah. and I watched them all – like right in a row. I mean, I really, you know, I married. Yeah, so that, that's boom. what happened to me when and I found I got, out about and, it. And what I wasn't was, an immediate adopter. Yeah. Well, and what the thing with me was is that it was going to be coming back. The second season was going to be coming back, and I wanted to catch up so I could watch it. I had HBO at that point and all that fancy stuff. Uh, but I ended up marathoning it. Ended, you know, Sean Bean ends up dying. It, it that's yep. not what threw me off. It just threw me off that. When I got done that first season, I just never ended up watching anymore. Yeah. And it happens to me all the time. Yeah, I, I do never that with other shows. This is kind of one of the few that's kind of lasted the test yeah. of time for me. Yeah, yeah. it's weird because uh, my son, Zach, and my other son, uh, Alex. Alex moved out. He's older now. 
and him and Zach watch it. And they were watching that and uh The Walking Dead. They ditched The Walking yeah. Dead, but they're still uh, pretty big. That, yeah, yeah, they're still uh pretty big on Game of Thrones. I, I have think never, season three is when I gave up on Walking I, Dead. I've, I've it was only, very early. I've I got done in three minutes. I, and uh, it's not even that it was bad. It's just I ended up eh, uh, yeah. I'll catch this. No, you, you were very right. I, that's why I partially saved this one the last year. You're like, well, you'll read it. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, there it's you no go. No problem here. Yep. So here we go. We have Winter Soldier number five. See, all this stuff that we're throwing in here uh, is going to end up extending this, and we, and we yep. need to get them. But uh, Winter Soldier number five, it's written by Kyle Higgins, art by Rob Rice, letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. And again, you have this intro. Um, that's the Bucky deal. I'm not even going to go into that. The Journal of the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the big thing about this is it's the last issue. This is the end of the miniseries, the number, fifth, number five issue. And the last issue ended where you ended up having RJ's dad getting killed, and yep. he he's dead. And I thought, well, maybe, maybe we saw something weird, and he yeah. can, yeah. No. See, I thought maybe when the bad guy later shows up in this, I'm like, oh, he sniped him from across yeah. the road. Yeah, and they no, didn't no, no, no. <laughs> no, he, he's dead. And, and Bucky's pretty much, you know, the reason. So, and, and the dad, I believe that the dad's name was Richie. Uh, So as we go, you do have he ended up calling Sharon and saying, hey, you know, I got you got to help me with this. It's very uh, Goodfellas-esque. It's it's very Goodfellas. (laughs) They have him in the trunk. They go and they're going to bury him and never tell RJ. They're just going to say and and Bucky says, listen, I think this is the best thing. He'll never know. And, And, you know, if he knows he got killed, even if it isn't by me, whatever, He'll end up wanting to get revenge. This is going to take over his life. I want this kid to have a fresh start. I want him to be able to do his own thing. Fresh start. And and so with this, this is going to throw it out. Now, in the meantime, we do see RJ waiting for his dad, and it's he's not coming. I mean, the the text is going to the dead body. He did. But, but yeah, Sharon's it's like funny. His phone is open on his text app while I know, he's still. I know. There's you know, no sleep on no, that phone. No sleep on the phone. <laughs> Nothing at all. Uh, so you end up there where you have Bucky even thinking back at it, but he, he doesn't really know what to do. Now, in the meantime, you do have RJ waiting and Mr. Colt shows up and Mr. Colt is the guy who had programmed uh, RJ, who had him. We saw earlier, we thought we knew that if they left him for dead, yep, then he, he wouldn't really be dead. So. So you have this, and now what's going to end up in this issue, you're just going to get a couple fights. You have a fight with RJ fighting Mr. Colt, just, you know, fighting each other, going, and, you know, at one point, there's nunchucks involved, you know, cool stuff. It's going he's, on. He's but, learned a few lessons since the last time, yeah. you know, he's fought one of these Yeah, yeah. These guys so, that trained him. And, and he's fighting him, but until Mr. Colt says, hey, listen... I know what happened to your dad. I know where your dad is. And he's like, if you're lying, I'll kill you, whatever. But this is where Mr. Colt pulls out these photos. I'm like, where did he get these photos? I know. You know, what was he, he hanging in the watch, shadows? What, is he a creep? You need to watch yeah. an alley conversation that was yeah, just really. maybe going to go wrong. That, that did go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, so this would have been the time. And he time... knew to take pictures as they <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know? He was just snapping away. Uh, but, yeah, there's no twist. There, There is no real twist here. These are photos of his dad dying. Bucky is pretty responsible here. Um, And that's where, I mean, this goes quick. And you can tell that this is, it's a weird deal. It feels very rushed for a final issue because you have RJ then going to confront Bucky 
just starts beating the crap at him. We have another fight here, but Bucky's not going to fight back. Yeah, Bucky, Bucky, just Bucky lets doesn't want to do anything. And he's our, like the poor bully in a Christmas story here. Yeah, really. He's there. <laughs> well, well, RJ's just cursing up a storm. Yeah. Uh, so they, he, RJ gets up, gets the stuff. I'm out of here. So you're like, okay, what's going to happen here? Is he going to go back to this Mr. Colt and use this anger again to go back into, like, quote, the life? Well, there is a twist because he just shows up at a red light. Mr. Colt's driving. Mr. Colt's dead. He ends up getting riddled with bullets where RJ just lets loose. He's in kind of his Bucky outfit again as well. Uh, he ends up just killing Mr. Colt, throws the gun down. Now, again, we've seen this Colt guy come back from the dead before, or at least we thought he was dead. Yeah, so no, I, I would have, so. if I was RJ, I'd check on him a little yeah. more. I might, well, he cut off the head, you know? Yeah, just, yeah, just, for... just make sure. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty dark. <laughs> but, you know, he, he cries, he runs off. And are you really crying when you're crying in the rain? That's what I've often pondered yeah, in my life. I was life. wondering. I'm like, no, is, he, he's crying. is he just running that fast? That much That'd be funny. He, he's, it's all in his face. But uh, you do go back then and see that also Bucky's crying now. Bucky's all beat up, but he's it's at, good work to Bucky's he's face, at Richard Boyle's graveyard, uh, grave site. And he's there. Sharon comes and says, hey, you know, what's going on? Can we do something? You know, maybe this isn't the thing, whatever. And Bucky's like, well, people need help, I guess. I should answer the call. And he answers and just says, how can I help you? And that's the end. And that's this is so quick. the next person that needs help, basically. Like the first time you, this whole thing started. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's it just in your mind, you could say that Bucky's going to keep going. What I would like to call pretty much the Hydra slash bad guy underground railroad. If you've been involved, he really centered on Hydra type things. But if you've been involved in bad things and you want out and you can't find the A-team, you get a hold of Bucky, you can go with that. But th- this is where I think that we really see by this ending, we really see the idea that when this book was first announced, it was announced as an ongoing series. They anou- Now, quickly, and I mean very quickly, it was pulled back for them to say, no, 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 it's a five-issue mini. And it seemed because when you had – this was at a time, and it was a weird time, and it's a time that I, I didn't really enjoy you know, being a – you know, comic fan as much when you did have a lot of comic skate stuff going on. Yeah. And this, you know, these two people are two sides against each other. Even came up this week in our DC Comics podcast. I almost lost my mind. But <laughs> this is when they had a lot of these miniseries being announced. And you had like the Wasp miniseries, but it was announced as an ongoing. Then it was pulled back. Then it was this again. Then it was that again. Because you kept having people just go online. The minute things were announced, it wasn't even just like, hey, uh, you know, that sounds cool or oh that's not for me it, it, it was people getting online and going this is a bunch of bullcrap you know this is gonna be nonsense <laughs> about nothing who, how dare they have this and not that and this with that blah, blah, blah. and this is kind of i didn't think that winter soldier would be something that would get thrown into that whole deal but it was a weird thing when it was announced and people were like really winter soldier you know ongoing that's ridiculous and then it seems like Marvel might have been like, well, let's kind of pull it back a little. But I think that Kyle Higgins had already started writing it as a ongoing by I'm the going, time it was yeah. pulled back. Because this the, – the best way I can explain it and how I did in my review on the site is that this felt like the end of an arc – not the end of a miniseries. And, I, and yeah. I say that. You could say, oh, well, an arc could be a mini-. But it feels like not even just answering the call at the end, but how it began 
and not having RJ the focus until like the middle of the second issue. Yeah, and then that becoming right off with Yeah, RJ. and that becoming the main focus suddenly because that was the most important thing. You know, there were a lot of things that seemed to be, you know, paths that were being taken that had to be kind of shut off just so we could do these five issues. And by the end here, him just killing Colt off and then walking off and then Bucky answering that phone at the end. I, I would like to see more and I wanted to see more of Bucky and, and RJ. And so when you end this, it's going to be the uh, theme of the next book that I think, unfortunately, is how they're going to end the next book as well. Uh, it just felt weird and it, it felt incomplete. It felt like this wasn't meant to be a mini series. It was meant to be ongoing. So while I like the series, uh, and I would suggest if you like Winter Soldier, if you're a Kyle Higgins fan, which I am, it, you, you, you could do worse than this mini. Yeah. But at the end, it just it just rubbed me a little bit of the wrong way. Did. Like I, I didn't get the full story, and yeah. you almost I'm not ripped off, but but why do I feel that way? I feel like I've almost been ripped off, even though I haven't been, and it's nothing that Kyle Higgins could do or didn't do, I guess. But it just felt incomplete. But even yeah. so, I gave this issue a seven. It had some feels. It really is only two fight scenes and then answering a phone at the end and some gunshots. Yeah, this whole series, I feel like you could read this trade in yeah. a half hour. And it's weird. You could, but yet I, I wasn't disappointed at it. I just wanted more. It felt yeah. just like it was just beyond the reach Scratching of being the really, really of a good. Story that it yeah. never really went like there was something I wanted into. here, and, yeah. and I could tell I did. Now you know we'll go and I'll say we're accentuating the positive, but I have to tell you, Rod Rice, I'm not a fan. I'm not no, a fan either. of the art at all in this whole series. I think we said last issue. It reminds issue, me of Rosimo a little bit. Yeah, it I does. I, I just don't like the style. I, I think that a lot of times, especially when it gets involved in full-out action scenes. Yeah, we it, said like, that. Like we start. say, like a Juan Ferreira, awesome action yeah, scene. Yeah, I know. These you action scenes just are nothing. So when we get an issue that really is two big action scenes – you realize, like, boy, you know, the art isn't great. It's not great. It doesn't tell the story well with the story. It and wh- how I said in the review again, it it doesn't it, it doesn't accentuate things. It doesn't ever make it better. It just is there to tell it and get done. And, and, and you know, it's a shame. Uh, to it, me, it, it's almost like uh, I, I don't know. It felt like the outline for this Richie story, and not yeah. really de- delving deep into. Yeah. You know, well, this not Richie RJ story. Uh, yeah, Richie yeah. being his dad, but Richie um, is dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that seemed like, like he was the first the outline yeah. of the RJ story, and then that's really all uh, the whole focus became, well, and, and he didn't have yeah. much more to go off. And of and yet. then with that, you do want to see. An ending, or at least a progression by the end, but, you know, the the big ending and the big thing for RJ is that he's able to kill the guy who really made him into the yeah. monster that he could have become, even though he said earlier with Bucky, I don't kill people, I'm, I don't want to do that anymore, I don't want to be a monster, I'm not a killer. And then goes and kills somebody, the last guy. So I wonder it, if that's felt, his way to feel free now because they're yeah, no I, I longer think it is. after him. But. And I think it's like that last thing. And yet you see that he really wanted his dad back. And one of the biggest lines and one of the strongest lines I thought was just basically like him yelling at Bucky, why wasn't my dad good enough for you to save? Like, you know, why didn't he deserve another chance? Is it because he wasn't mind controlled like me and you? He was just a regular bad yeah, guy. Regular, and a, So that was pretty tough. Um, but yeah, I wanted to see more of RJ 
and Bucky going forward, and I, I guess we're not going to get that. You know, it's open ended, yeah. but I don't think we're going to get more. No, but yeah, I know, I agree. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of a little downer because you know Bucky yeah, was, was a sidekick as, as a kid, and then to kind of you know grow up and have his own sidekick that could be a cool yeah. story. Yeah, I so. thought that that would have been really cool, and I wish that I wish that they would have given this at least twelve issues so we could have seen the next arc and and see or you know ten. I'll go with. I, I keep going with the six issue yeah, I know. deal, confusing. but if it got Although ten, the, the, it is going with the twelve issue type thing for x23 yeah that's true yeah yeah so yeah i give it a seven what would you give it yeah i gave it just under that i'm gonna give it a 6.5 just because yeah some of the the way it wrapped up kind of did like it did you the rub me the wrong way a little bit and i just wanted kind of more of some definitive answers about what happened to our characters it felt like they ran through a couple things but they both eventually ended up back where this all started to begin with and and you know not not much growth or anything despite some good moments in the series overall. Yeah, it's odd. Now we're going to move to the next one, which is going to end at 12, like you said, and it's X-23. And if you've been listening to this podcast, and really the only reason this is on and has been you know, on the podcast is because of me. If it wasn't for me, there's <laughs> no way. There's no way that anybody – and I, I keep saying I've defended this you know, series all along, it's one of those that if you love a character, then you, you want to love the series. I love both of these characters, Laura and Gabby. So, and I, I think that I've even convinced you a little that Gabby's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, she's, a character she's won that, me over a bit. Yeah, so, I mean, a character she's not that you hate. Three or no, anything, no. Well, and the thing is, th- this book wasn't going to do that because this book has been stuck in neutral yep. since it started. This book has so been it has stuck. To get out of neutral and, and, yeah, here. This and, very and, and this is the problem: is this book has always been in the shadow of all-new Wolverine, uh, the Tom Taylor book, and it, it just couldn't get out of it. And I think Mariko Tamaki, uh, you know, didn't do enough to get this book out of the shadow of that book. And because it just ended up doing the same thing. It's yeah. always about going to get the clone sisters. And it still is. I mean, I even if this is the penultimate that, issue. that's the whole argument, actually, between the two I of know. them. Like, <laughs> I know. That, I, I, it drives me nuts. I'm now, like, listen, I want to side with you, Gabby, but I, I can't really logically no. continue to read yeah, your, I'm, I'm your adventures of going after I need after both of them. I need both of them to stop. <laughs> uh, you know, at least Laura's like, well, we're going to kill them all. Yeah, like, uh, Laura, I just need you like to she, forget about her, them. Her goal is to cut this thing off at the head, so there's no more dealing with this. Yeah. Uh, but but Gabby's like, yeah, let it keep going so we have more sisters, yeah. and you know? And this, this is a book that could be, and if you're from the DC side of things, this could be, a, you know, a book as good or along the lines of a Batman and Robin from the New 52, where you do have Laura, who herself is, is kind of, you know, learning and young, but at whatever, but her dealing with, you know, Gabby it, I, you don't need, she has used, Mariko Tamaki has only used Gabby to just be there to be the person who falls in love with the sisters yeah. all the time and any clones or whatever. Even with the cuckoos that, you know, they weren't sisters, but the clone power. That's yep. all this is. And that's where Gabby, and even so, I still love Gabby. And I think that Mariko Tamaki throughout all this has the voices of the characters down pretty well. It's a shame she just doesn't have anything for them to do. She has yep. nothing. And when when this is all said and done, after next issue, I'm telling you, one of my favorite issues is still the one where they go to that school, where Gabby has to go undercover at school. <laughs> that that was, one that issue. That was my favorite of this series, That was series so too. Yes, fun. Was. That's what we need. It's These the characters. one time we got away from this that, this clone stuff, really. Yeah. Just and, took and, a break from it. And, and remember that it, it ended with a kind of a clone machine anyway. But yep. even so – 
The idea of why Gabby is so great is because Gabby has a heart of gold and she's naive and yet she is a bloodthirsty killer also. Again, yeah, like a, yeah, like a Damian Wayne. This is why, and, and she is the greatest. She yeah. looks at everything with these childish it's eyes. A little but less we'll, of a sharp tongue on yeah, her, you know? And she'll just slice your Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> but yet she does it and you love her for it. And she's so nice. And she thinks, and, and it's just never, never was able to g- grab a hold of this and do anything with it. And I think that this is one of those things where I say a lot on our other podcasts that it does seem like they got Mariko Tamaki because they, maybe she liked the characters. They yeah. just said, Hey, do it. But I don't think there was ever a good story behind it. And it's a shame because this book is kind of just, you know, slogged through this. And yeah. now we're or, at the penalty. It's one of those issue. things that you always dread where they're like, Hey, listen, can you give us 12 issues of this is what yeah. we need to happen? And yeah. Well, it, I even, I actually thought that idea. as well. It's like, I keep blaming Mariko Tamaki, but this might be an editorial thing. Like, Hey, just give us this. Maybe it'll catch on. If it doesn't, I will, we'll just wash our hands yeah. of it. And the problem I mean, is, though, with fans of these characters, especially Gabby, when you wash your hands of this book, you may be washing your hands of Gabby for, you know, it could be forever. It could be a long time. It could be a little. It all depends who's going to pick up and yeah, do this. Or she just yeah. ends up turning into just one of those background characters forever. Yeah, in, uh, in yeah she'll just, and this is where I, I said there was a point where Tom Taylor, when he ended the X-Men Red book, he actually came out and legitimately said, I'm worried about the future of Gabby because it's his character. It's so weird because he still works at Marvel. It's not like he doesn't work but, at Marvel. But you now, think they but would you, you get the idea. Still, you know, but you know, you, you get the idea. You knew this was yeah, coming down the line. So, yeah. and, and I Way told you right then. And out, I told yeah. you right then. that, and, and that's where, again, and I think that Mariko Tamaki's trying to play – at this little thing at the beginning, though, I, I didn't fall for it. But I think when Tom Taylor said that, I thought that they were going to kill her. And I think that at the beginning of this, you're really supposed to think that by the end, Gabby is dead. That yeah. that she ends up getting killed. That does not happen. But I was still angry by the end because basically in this issue, they're, they're heading off to Harvest. The fourth genetic company investigated that month. And it's just more of the know, same. Of they the go same. in. Right. Gabby's bored. She's listening to music. They end up trying to download, you know, this, this well, I, data. I don't know what she's trying to tell us. If even the, the characters in their own story are bored, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's the problem. i my hand up, too. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, Laura is getting this data. Gabby's like, oh, this is boring data. They end up tripping a wire, you know, a whole deal that – not a wire, but – you know, a, uh, a fail yeah, When they're downloading that, the data, yeah, the yeah, alarm goes off. It ends off. up an alarm goes off, and these yeah. guys come. You get some pretty cool. The, I like the art, and, uh, you know, the art's not the problem here. You end up having Gabby at one point in, like, her best moment, I guess, is when she slices the guy and he looks down, his armor falls off. But yeah. really, there's not much for them to do here. Yeah. But as this is going on, they're getting this data out of, yeah, out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you know, and Gabby smells something and Laura smells it, too. But they realize then Gabby's like, oh, they're getting these trucks and leaving with the important stuff. Now, that's fine and dandy. But why would this corporation just skedaddle everything out just because two guys that they really don't know? Yeah. 
They're just leaving now, and all it is is so that you have a way for Gabby to say, right, let's go chase them. The, they're going to get like, caught no. when they fill out their tax forms here. Yeah, they're going to have to put their new location I, on. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, I have not seen anybody skedaddle this quickly since yes. Art Modell oh, left ready. Cleveland. He, he left, the, you know, yeah, I'm out of here. And they just get up the vans and leave. Uh, so they're they're doing all this. I don't know, is it the Colts leaving here? Yeah. Uh, so that they're, they're all going. A A what was it? A-A-A-F yeah, that yeah, that crazy shot. deal. <laughs> so you, you have this going on, Gabby, in another bed, but deal. She throws a couch out or a desk out of the window and jumps out. Laura chases, but this is all oh, this whole issue yeah, is set is- up to tear them apart. And through the narration, it is Laura saying goodbye, like, oh, you know, I want to say goodbye to you, Gabby. We we had a good yeah, well, run. We I love you. We start at the end, yeah. and then we see how it happens. And they're just arguing. I'm thinking to myself, these are my two favorite characters. And, and really, they're, they come as a package deal. Whenever we talk about yeah, this, whenever somebody that, emails, that, it's a package deal. I say Laura and Gabby, and now you're ripping them apart, and that rips me apart. That's well, the reason why. If you're going to fix it, one issue to do it. So you do yeah. it at the very and end I of said, your run. Yeah. And I said that maybe this is the twist. I actually think that Gabby's done. I think that with that next deal, I think she just there. Marika Tamaki is just going to deal with Laura, and we can just say, oh, Gabby's out with Jonathan. They're walking around, but I don't want that. Yeah, I, I actually wanted. Well, poor Jonathan. You know, I mean, Gabby, what money does she have? Where are they I going? I don't know. Like, <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna sell him or eat him soon. Hey, this know. is the thing: is if poor you're going to, ba- you're gonna base your whole twelve issues on not doing a lot, and then at the end you're gonna break them apart. I mean, if they don't end with the two of them together saying "sisters forever." Clone power and fist pumping. I'm, I'm going to be furious. Or, I need or them. tell her her birthday or some good yeah, moment something. like that. Have that you know, birthday she's party. To know I, that forever. And so all of this is just seems to be, you know, to go off because Gabby gets jumps down. The the, the uh, trucks are gone, but she pulls up a feather and says, "Smells like our sisters." And I'm like, "Here we go again." Yep. And Laura's like, "You know, enough of this. Let's stop." You know, and, and then you get into this argument again. It feels very forced. Very rushed where Gabby's crying. She's like, no, no, no. We can't murder these people. You murdered the ex-assassin. She was more than just that. But actually, the ex-assassin kind of committed suicide to help them herself and things. It wasn't yeah, just, it, it it wasn't just Laura being mean. Anyway, no, yes. She no, was going to die regardless gonna of die. what everybody did. So yeah. this was the thing. And did now a it's like, healing factor yeah, in itself yeah, you're killing everyone. She, she, Chandler built them to die. Yeah. And said they're they're the two point. toy soldiers with you know two cent immune system exactly. We should have helped her better. No no no, you were in a fight and she actually had a hero's Beast, death. You had her hooked up in Beast's yes. lab and he told you the same thing. So then they're they're mad at each other. Gabby gets her stuff, gets Jonathan's like, hey, I'm out of here. Good, great. And they go off and then you see it's like. You know, now you're gone. You know, you see Laura picking up this feather. Then you see a weird type of panel. And, and, and for the first time, it looks like there's some sort of, I don't know, bird monster that the yeah. feather was, even though that know. seemed to be a sister. But, you know, and you go. And again, anytime you deal with these sisters, it's always just, oh, they got our, you know, they got our killing deal. They got our healing factor. They got... And it just, it never got past that. And it seems like it's just going to end now with the best thing of the series. It's just the two characters being split. And I hate that. I hate that. But I guess that when you, is all said and done, 
Laura will probably continue a lot sooner than Gabby will, which sucks. I need them as a, as a package deal, but we'll see. But yeah, because of this, all this, I do like the art. But I do if, too, if a lot. this doesn't twist back at the end and all of a sudden, I don't even care if we get a whole issue with Laura moping around trying to, th- and the last panel, Gabby comes back with Jonathan. And I'll be, but if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be furious. I'll be so <laughs> upset. But this, I gave a five five. Th- yeah. This was my biggest disappointment of the week because of it being, you know, I knew that it was going to end. We knew this was a penultimate issue. I just thought it would end if you're going to, you know, have nothing happen and try to go with the nice out on a high note. Yeah, I just want to have some smiles. And, and you know, at the end, you know, if you kill Gabby, I'll, I'll kill you. Is what I'm telling you, Brandon. I mean you. But if it, if it goes around, like actually, I, I'm the one that's getting not publishing your letter. Yeah, that's what happens. And we just still didn't get a letters page, which I guess we're not going to. Because uh, it'd be funny. My letter is all about, hey, I love this I book. I hope it lasts book. forever. I mean, a hell of a letter to have in the last issue. But yeah, I, I wanted this last issue for me to cry, you know, my my old man tears of seeing these two sisters that love each other and even through all that they've gone through still love each other and that's what wins out at the end and it seems like that's not going to be or maybe this is a twist to get me there so we'll see but i'm five five what do you go yeah i'm gonna be just above i'll go just higher for for actually probably the first time since we've started doing x23 i'm gonna give it a six yeah um you know i i don't necessarily hate the interactions in the beginning it it started off kind of fun with those two and then out of nowhere it like slaps yeah. you in the face how there's and then just i'm telling you that problem. slap hit me hard yeah and it like hit I me said, too it took my like the the li- all the build-up and you know the talking twos i've had from everybody in the get fresh crew about how yeah. i can't <laughs> like this character and now yeah, I'm like sad her. again, you know, I'm back to the beginning, like, well, she's kind of being a jerk this issue, yeah, was yeah. I right the whole time? Yeah, and also <laughs> that, like, one of the other things is, and you see it by the end, like, it seems like all these missed opportunities, because Jonathan's solid gold himself, and he's yeah. just hanging around, yeah, he, he did like, nothing. He's just been background character yeah, in yeah. this whole series. Yeah, he's yeah him, him, and, him and Gabby are great, but yeah, it just, it, it upset me. I, I wonder if Dino... Uh, felt the same. I, I, I'm surprised he didn't message about the uh, lack of a credits page. But, Probably uh, too yeah. depressed to think or about it right page, now. Not a credits page. Time. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, I'd like to see. Maybe maybe he's a little more positive than me. For yeah. this. Maybe this is kind of, I don't know. Maybe it's his thing. But I don't know how it could be. And I said, you, you don't have a lot of people buying this book. Uh, why are you stabbing us all in the back? The <laughs> no. fans that are reading it, it takes it still. a little joy out of the few people that yeah. do read it. Yeah. It, it, this comes up in a, in a weird sort of way where I tell Eric uh, on the DC Comics podcast where, you know, we do all these reviews and we do a lot more. I mean, one episode can have 14 books and you'll get to this book, you know, a certain book, whatever it would be, say a Harley Quinn that nobody seems to care about anymore. And yet we're there crapping on it. And the only people who would be interested in hearing us talk are people who love it. And, yeah. and then you end up, and that's how I felt with this. You know, you're ending up crapping on me when I'm the one sitting here getting the book and loving it. But we're going to move on to the mail section now. We have a couple mails tonight. If you want to be involved in the mail section on the weekend edition, email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. You see how smooth I'm getting now with yes. these? Yes, you're, yeah, you're, you're remembering for some reason, this Marvel comic. For some now, reason, I, I like feel giant pause I, I feel there. on the game tonight. I, I don't feel as tired. I, even Thursday, Wednesday night when we had the regular one on Wednesday, 
I'd really be tired. Thursday night now, I I, I think I'm more more tired. Is, <laughs> is this know. eight hours of sleep and taking your medicine at the yeah, right time? Yeah, this is what, what might be. But but, <laughs> but when we get on on Thursday, I've already done three other podcasts yes, before yeah, we get on. Shot, yeah. yeah, I'm done. So I'm on. I'm on tonight. What what was that email? It was weird. Science Marvel Comics at Gmail dot com. See there that? You go. It Again, flows. And we flutter. read and review. Read and review. Now, see now I messed up. I'm thinking at the beginning, we actually read every email. We do not review the emails, though we may tonight. Uh, I'm telling you, I I actually took my medicine. We'll start rating these emails here. I'm I'm supposed to take my medicine at lunch now. I used to take it in the morning. And if you don't know, the medicine I, I am referring to is Adderall uh, because of my severe ADHD. So I end up having to take it at lunch. I, I forget every time. I yeah. never remember. It's a weird time to take medicine. Usually you take it in the morning or at night. Lunchtime, very odd. I ended yeah, up stuck is. at the hospital today near lunchtime. I didn't take it, so I will admit that I took it around 6 Should o'clock just tonight. just ask them if they had any spares. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have taken it as late as I did because I'll be up all night. But I figured I'm going to do some reviews anyway. Um, but right now... I'm, I seem to be focused. So here we go. The mail and the first mail is from Jesus. And Jesus says, Hey guys, I've been meaning to write him for quite some time, but whenever I sit down to write, something seems to come up. Is that like when you sit on somebody's lap and talk about the first thing that pops yeah. up? You, you well, do that up in Buffalo? It's, it's usually like when I go down to sit and write an email to you guys, that's usually the point in time my daughter starts screaming in my ear and is, the, is, you know, the wife what? wants to talk to me. Are, are you trying to make up for all those spelling errors? Is that yes. what you're trying to do? That's why <laughs> lack of punctuation and spelling errors. That's what you're telling me. Um, my, my big deal, uh, obviously I wouldn't write in any emails to our podcast, but, uh, when I sit down to do anything, say a review or get ready for the podcast, I have four kids in this house and another one that calls and yells and screams because he has a lot of problems. Uh, you know, like most like 24 year olds do, but yeah, I have five boys and yeah, I can't sit down and do anything. I just want to say that I tremendously enjoy the content that is put out every week and very much look forward to it. And that's awesome. They're t- nice. He's already at a 9 out of 10 for this one. Yeah. And since know. we're Starting rating. high. There, there tends to be many days at work where it consists of walking around. The podcast always seems to make the time go by quickly. And I know that uh, Eric would like that. Eric said the reason why I ended up convincing him to do the podcast uh, originally uh, was that I said a lot of people would listen at work. And that's why we do it. And he, he agreed. I also listen to the official Marvel podcast because they provide a good sense of what comes out every week and what to expect. And to me, that's helpful to scout out potential new material to read. However, their reviews always seem to be sugarcoated and inflated. <laughs> I, really? I, I said to Eric at one point we were talking about video game magazines. And I don't know if you were big on video game magazines oh, back them. in the day. Yeah, back in the day. I, I loved, loved Nintendo Power. There was never a time that I was going to trust them with no. any review. I don't at think I all. ever saw something lower than like I don't know what they like be, the stars back. Yeah, then yeah, or I'm something. telling you, there was nothing. I would never trust them. You could never trust anything that's officially something to officially review that you know going down. So yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I ended up. I have not listened to any of those. Like there's the Marvel Polis podcast. Yeah, that actually came up a lot this week in the news. I might have to check that out. You know, because they seem to announce a lot of things. You guys, on the other hand, are not. And I appreciate the honesty and sincerity. It is very refreshing to get honest reviews, even if they sometimes let me down. But hey, 
Not everything can be perfect. We let them down. <laughs> since I read, since I read in trades, this transparency helps to filter out what to focus my money on. I dropped Jason's Avengers run for, from my ever growing Amazon cart because of this. And I'm heavily considering picking up the new Black Widow run. And I would tell you right now, I'd recommend that. And, yeah. and if you are not looking for something that's going to be, you know, mind blowing, you know, in a way that's intelligent or, you know, one of those like, man, it made me think of the world different if you just want a full-out action book like a john awesome. wick on steroids yeah type yeah thing. that's what it is yeah. and it, i like that i always like that a little more i don't need ambiguous endings and yeah, fancy my talk. favorite movies just hit that gas pedal and yeah. don't stop Right, like the Fast and the Furious, right? That's it. I've never seen any of those. I am the worst. I am such I think a, I'm, I think my favorite Fast and Furious might be the one people hate the most, though. Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. Yes, yes that's, I love that's it. Ever. Actually, I did see a bit of Tokyo Drift. But yeah, my, my so family much. loves uh, all of those. They, they do, love yeah, all the Fast fun. and the I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You can't, more, you can't say no to Ludacris. I, I'm telling you, I mean, this is the thing. I saw Fast and Furious when it was called Point Break. That's what I saw. <laughs> yeah. I also want to thank Jim for recommending X23, as I was on the fence about it. And oh, now no. I've read it. Oh, All no. I can say is that I want Gabby to get her own series along with Jonathan. See? That would this be a is fun what we book need. I would buy for my daughter. Awesome. I know. Tell yeah, the you. adventures of Gabby and Jonathan. I, cu- I could legitimately sit and read a book with Laura. Gabby and Jonathan sitting on a couch discussing life. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, if, if you want to do something, if anybody's out there, maybe we'll get your donor who, who has the intro music now. Yes. Uh, can, <laughs> do you think that we, I could give her a script and we can have the Gabby and Jonathan podcast where she's Gabby, I'll be Jonathan and <laughs> off we go. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Remember when, when we first started the podcast way back, there was a podcast that was based on the Hulk giving reviews this guy was doing really? his impression of the i don't know what happened to it if it still continued but it it was a neat concept yes, it was a, basically the hulk giving reviews it made me laugh uh there was also another one that was a comics podcast but the guy was playing the character of a pirate throughout and that got a little interesting weird. yeah very interesting she has become a and also had a, it was a pirate but didn't have the parrot on his shoulder, I, I think that I is saw the best part. I an episode part. of Bar Rescue with that guy once. Yeah, 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 really. <laughs> All I need is like, ah. X-23 is not good. Not good. That's all I knew. That'd be good. She is becoming one of my favorite characters along with the dynamic she has with Laura. Uh, and, and if you haven't read it, if you're reading just this X-23, I beg you to go back and read All New Wolverine because yes. that is, it's awesome. It's so good. Mike, and I, I'm telling you, I don't, re- I rarely recommend things just to say, like, just you have to read that. That's one of them. We said Cosmic Ghost Rider is another one. Maybe not Cosmic Ghost Rider, uh, you know, uh, destroys or yeah. kills the Marvel I Universe. I, I think Be- I've heard down the pipeline that one's not for us. Yeah, that's, that's why I brought this up. We were told by one of the writers uh, that that book is not for us after the uh, last weekend edition. And I thought, you know what? That's the best thing you've ever said there, buddy, yep. because you're right. Yeah. I tried to be nice too. We were told that he did not think it was Forrest Gump. He said Princess Bride. Yeah, he right? said Princess Bride. His, I still yeah. think it's Forrest Gump. And I, I was trying to be nice then. I, I responded with some nice things. He didn't respond to me, so I erased them. And the then, hero you know, in Princess Bride interacts in the story. He, he's not just a side player there I'm for telling his you, cameos. He, he also he he's saying that it's like the grandfather. Uh, going with Fred Savage telling the story, yeah. and Fred Savage uh, saying, "Promise me, there's no kissy parts." Uh, that's not what I see. I see Forrest Gump. 
It drives me nuts. I, I just, and I thought, you know, there was our in. Why couldn't we love that book? And then all of a sudden, because he did take the, I mean, I give him credit. He took the time to listen to our slog of a podcast. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's always then, crazy. And then I got upset. I messaged you. Here we go. I actually said, here we go. You're now in my world. Of yep. of hate. I know. My I, comment, I was all upset for a few minutes. Yeah, especially like, because oh, we're geez. because we're trying to do a the positive first, enough show. The first issues I don't like with that character in them, and the the creator downloads the yeah. podcast and listens. Yeah, the, to uh, it. and he is a co-writer. <laughs> the other writer is actually a guy who is kind of a he is a TV star. He's been yeah. in a bunch of uh, things, and I really like him. And I thought, boy, he probably hates our guts now too. And yeah. it's one of those to think like, man, it's kind of neat that they know us. I don't like to be hated. So there you go. My comic reading experience started when I bought Spider-Gwen Volume Zero because I thought her suit was one of the coolest Spider-Man variations I had ever seen. It ended up sitting on my shelf for about a year before I actually took the time to read it, but from then I was hooked. I started as a fan of the movies and always wanted to get into reading comics, but found it intimidating as I didn't know where to start. And you know what, Jesus, me and you are right on board. That, That is my problem. And not even just intimidated. I know that my craziness... I can't just start at a time. I, yeah, I have you to go. Start at the beginning. And, e- and yeah. even if it is a number one and only, you know, number one sake for a fresh start, it still says number one on it, and I'm good with it. The uh, then I see those legacy numberings. It drives me insane. Yeah. The image I had in my head of a comic book reader was that of people going through long boxes, picking out single issues, which is something I couldn't fathom. When I found out about trades that made life easier for me, because it made the stories and volumes easier to follow and collect, I think to this day. One of my favorite stories I have ever read. You're going to like this, Brandon. He's going to get a 10 out of 10 for this. Gwenpool. He loves Gwenpool. <laughs> yeah. I was devastated when I heard it was canceled because it was seriously underrated run. It's so funny. I, w- when, I was so happy it went so long. Every well, month it, it solicits came out. I was like, oh, is this going to be the I end used for to, it? I used to sit by myself and I, I'd see your messages and I, I'd start gritting my teeth. And I'd be like, how dare this guy who loves Gwenpool so much doesn't like Gabby? I, <laughs> I couldn't even, it didn't even make sense in my head. It's such an amazing character that I feel people judge too quickly on being a simple Deadpool ripoff. And again, this was one. One of the characters yep. that was really singled oh, it was out all in, that, up in that SJW yeah, in that, yeah, <laughs> versus Comic Gate stuff. And you told me to read Gwenpool, and I read it and loved it. I yeah. didn't know what was going on. I thought it was hilarious. And, and really, that's the thing. Overall, I, I just I, I like books that are fun. And that was fun. Everything about the book is great, whether it's story writing, the art is gorgeous, but only when it's being done by Guerrero. Yeah, I know. And I when love the other Guerrero. When on it, it gets, uh, you're and like, oh no. Guerrero does the Wasp book yeah. now, and I love it. Uh, I also read Miss Marvel and was happy to hear that the new run at least started out pretty good. I, I really liked it. Hopefully it stays that way. I think that comes out next week as well. Yeah. Uh, the number two. Seems most of the characters read tend to get canceled or were canceled before for one reason or another. What's up with that? It, it, that is the Rafe Werner pick a Cleveland yeah, Browns that, that jersey. That the kind of the books I end up focusing on too, and now, yeah, I've kind of realized I don't always hate that because you get like you know at least you the get beginning your story and, and move yeah. on. Yeah, I, I'm it's telling you, it's not something I'm collecting forever. Like I have like eight long boxes of just Spider-Man comics. Yeah. You know, for it's, what? It's uh, yeah, and that's yeah, really. <laughs> and like I said, it's Rafe getting like five different Cleveland Browns jerseys that meant nothing after three days because anytime yeah. he gets a jersey, the guys leave. They get traded. Uh, it's also for life. my one buddy Jay growing up was big, uh, big Flyers fan. I'm in the Philadelphia area, though I am a Penguins fan, and he's a big Flyers fan, and he had the very odd and stupid idea 
to keep getting goalie jerseys at a point yeah. where the Flyers were going through jerseys, oh, going God. through goalies like nothing. Left and right. Yeah. That's Unless what, it's Ron Hextall. There's no yeah, other Flyers. Yeah, and this was after the deal. Like, that was after then. And boy, then I hate it, Ron Hextall. And I know people love them around here. Oh my God. That's my one question. And, and really playing hockey in the Philadelphia area during Hextall's time, uh, because I am that old. Uh, every goalie that you'd play against thought that they were Ron Hextall and would try to slash you and about, hurt like, you. Something about, you know, those first version of butterfly goalies everyone yeah, fell in yeah. love with because it was something they'd never seen before. Yeah, yeah, and, and just slashing people, too. And then every goalie thinks they have to score a goal. <laughs> That's my one question to you guys, which is one series of character you can bring back from the land of cancellation. Uh, for me, it would be Gwenpool, but yeah. only with I'm Chris Hastings. I'm going to put my hand up for that right now. Uh, he's Kate Bishop with Kelly Thompson or maybe more Silk. And yeah, uh, just because I'm kind of new to this Marvel deal, and I'll keep it to the Marvel side of things, uh, I could go with Gwenpool. I'll also say that, you know, in a couple of weeks or a month or so, uh, I'll say X-23 because yeah. I don't think that this series that we just talked about, that penultimate issue, I don't think the series really ever got any traction. No. And yeah, because of that, I think, in place. yeah, and, and it was a, the greatest chance for people to jump on with that number one. I think that people are just like, really, this is what all the hype's about. And yeah, so I also have to say that I enjoy the constant serial talk and have to look <laughs> uh, for the serial podcast soon. Uh, uh, I, I forget did say, who wrote us in a couple weeks ago about cinnamon checks. I bought some. And, and it is delicious. Oh, well, we we have a uh, we have a Matt in a little bit who just wrote in a suggestion. It wasn't even an email, a suggestion, but a suggestion that me and you will both laugh at because he is going to tell us a great cereal that we are well well aware of. <laughs> uh, but he says, as someone entering their twenties, and also I told you I was going to send Matt. I believe it was Matt. I was going to send him the copy of the episode. Of the serial one. I can't find it now because my computer crashed. It might be gone. As someone who is entering their 20s, I can't handle all the sugar overload. So my top picks are Cinnamon Life, which isn't bad. It's not bad. I told you. I I get in the mood for Cinnamon Life life. sometimes. Very light milk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think it's soggy quick. Special K Red Berries. Now, I'll tell you. Special K Red Berries, my wife liked at one point. And I ate the red berries themselves one time, and they are so sour. Uh, they they really turned me off. But yeah, <laughs> on occasions I do splurge on vanilla Oreos, or in the fall Ooh. with the monster Halloween cereals. The Halloween cereals are okay; they're not as good as they used to be yeah, uh, back in the day. They they have a weird, and and it's weird because obviously people would love the marshmallows of those cereals, but it's the hard cereal part that I think they lost the Switched recipe for. up the for. grain or something. Yeah, it's weird. Did. It's yeah. very puffy now. It's not as dense, and it, it, it's nonsense. I don't like that. It's I have probably to say, covered in less sugar, those jerks. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I have to say the worst cereal experience for me is when you pour a bowl without realizing the milk is bad, oh, and you yeah. start to eat oh, it. Yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have told I have told many a people, like, if I went to pour a bowl of cereal, and I went and there was no milk, uh, you, Eric, was like, well, I might put water. I'm screwed. That. No that, way. That, that's going right back in the box. I'm not even yep. going to eat it. I need, I, I need ice cold milk. I realized that I went a bit on the long side, so I'll end here. Seriously, keep up the great work you guys do, and I'll keep listening, and I give your email a 10 out of 10. Yes, nailed a, it. A perfect email. Yeah, except for that special K with red berries. That's nonsense. And and the, the weird thing is, you're entering your 20s. That means you should go full out sugar. 
Yeah. Nah, don't, oh, yeah. don't back off. You got to back I, off I later. I box of corn pops for dinner most of the night. I'm telling you, I used to have this box of cereal. I haven't been able to find it lately. I, I don't know why. It was blue and white, and it said sugar <laughs> on it. I just poured it in, poured some milk, and go to town. Matt's next. Matt just said, hey, you guys, if you haven't tried this, and this is the email, but he did say, if you haven't tried this, you got to try it. I don't know if they have it at Walmart in your area, but they do have it at Target at mine. And it was Fruit Loops with marshmallows, yes. one of my favorites. Oh, series. yeah. We, we, I went on a big binge when you yeah. told me about that, and I found yep. it. That was and the I'm only thing I bought you, for a couple months. I, um, once we start talking about cereal, and me and Eric did for a while as well on the DC side of things. And when we start talking about it, I get inspired to eat cereal yep. again. I ended up getting Fruit Loops with marshmallows and it's the big one, the family size giant oh, yeah. box. I ate the whole thing in one sitting <laughs> and, and felt ill, uh, for a long time. I went to bed then. And usually when I'm doing this, it's like one in the morning. So then I go and lay down. I was just groaning yeah. myself. Why? Why did I do it? Night. Yeah, Fruit Loops with marshmallows. If if I had to make a top five right now, maybe uh, next week we'll come back with our top five current yeah. cereals. Right now, Fruit Loops with marshmallows is definitely my number one. That is. Uh, right now, uh, the cereals we have in the house are regular Fruit Loops. These are stuff we got at BJ's though, and they, you know, you have the big box. They don't have a lot of uh, variety, but I got a big box of Fruit Loops, just regular, and a big box of Unicorns. That is a a cereal that's supposed to taste like vanilla cupcakes. Oh it's boy, a, it's I might okay. Try that. It's okay. It's at BJ's, so I don't know if it's that regular deal. It may be. I think maybe I did see it at Walmart. I saw, yeah, I saw some unicorn box the other. Yeah. I think I asked my daughter if she wanted. It. There's also like a inside. kitty cat version that's some other flavor, and it might be catacorn or something. That's a unicorn cat. And that sounds like black <laughs> magic, but, uh, with the, uh, unicorn deal though, it's, it's a huge box and it was like four bucks. It was one of those clipless coupons I went for. I was like, Hey, you can't go wrong. I like it. It seems to be hanging a little though. I don't yeah. think the kids like it. Uh, so we're going to move on. But yeah, Matt, right now, fruit lives with marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Number one. That's, Jay's that's next. Here. Jay says, what up, Jim and Brandon? It's Jay from Canada. Yo. How are you guys? And, and Matt, just for that suggestion, A plus. Um, we're going to end up giving different grades each different time. Grades. A plus this Different time. high versions. What up, Jim and Brandon? It's Jay from Canada. And, and if you don't know, Jay is a huge Tom King fan over at the DC side. Oh, I, just okay. wanted to, I just wanted to throw that out so he could shake his head and say that he'll never escape that. How are you guys this fine weekend? Up here in Canada, we're anxiously awaiting the Raptors game tonight. And I can't wait to see you play off Kawhi. Sorry if that means nothing to you, Brandon. Brandon's a sports guy. Oh, yeah, it may not, he may not care about. And really, you're there. And Toronto is just about, it has to be the Buffalo's team, right? Yeah, if you would not pick a, a local NBA team. Uh, let's, it's kind of split. A lot of people like the, the Raptors or follow the Raptors. Yeah, go to I would think they do. There. So yeah. some people like it are just Knicks fans from being kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, when, yeah. you know, they, they had that run in the late nineties with Ewing and all them. Yeah, so. with Ewing and stuff. You, you sent me that video of, uh, Michael Jordan, Jordan playoff yeah. mode. <laughs> and you know so that I, I, I cannot stand <laughs> Michael Jordan. And it's one of those, like, I might be the only guy who hates Michael Jordan. And I always have. And especially my, one of my greatest moments in my entire life. Really, even maybe above a couple of my births of a couple of these sons here was when AI crossed over Jordan. It was the best thing I had ever yeah. seen. It was so it was good. A year. Oh, it was the best thing ever. Uh, but yeah, you sent that. And while I do not like Jordan, I do like Patrick Ewing. And I thought Patrick Ewing got a lot of guff 
uh, throughout his whole career. Uh, he was awesome, but you know, he didn't win, but he didn't win because of Jordan, but they, phew, that dunk that Jordan has over Ewing. Oh, yeah. It's, it is it's one tough of the, to live it's, down. It's one of the best things ever. It's, it's funny too, because I think that was when that or like an Xavier McDaniel dunk or a Dominique Wilkins dunk back in the day was when I first heard the, the phrase of the poster dunk yeah. where you don't want to be the guy in the poster getting He's got dunked one on. Over John Starks too. That's yeah, pretty yeah, epic. yeah, yeah. Tony did have some good ones, but boy, that one over that, it was pretty good. I haven't read too many Marvel books yet, but I was pretty disappointed with Cold of Carnage. Well, we were a little too. Yeah, it it kind of just threw me off a little. Uh, it just, I think sometimes some of these comic articles that like pop across Twitter before you can get the books and read yeah. them kind of set up in your mind bigger expectations yeah. than what you end up yeah, reading about. Yeah, I could go about. with that. Yeah, I th- could go this with whole that. Carnage's new look thing was floating around out there. I'm like, oh, I yeah. can't wait to see this. Uh, and then we finally see it. He's just really kind of taller. He's got a little more black in his suit. Yeah. He likes eating <laughs> spines. And, yeah. and with that, we haven't got a lot of carnage, so people were fired up with that. And me, myself, and I, uh, not much you know, history with carnage. So it kind of just was there for me. Yeah, he's still kind of new to you. Yeah, and I was I was hoping that you know you would be more enthusiastic about it, and then I can kind of feed off that. But you were a little disappointed. No, I was. As well. I was bummed a little bit. Yeah, it just seemed unnecessary. It dragged yeah. for me. I love I Venom as a series. Some of the, um, the the one thing I did like is seeing like the characters come back from Maximum Carnage, kind of still. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I saw a lot of people on Wolf Cipher. He was the one who did the review on the site, and he. He's a huge, you know, Venom Carnage oh, yeah. fan. And, and, and in fact, he is, you know, he goes on Reddit and is in channels specifically for that. And I did go because I saw that some people were coming from that Reddit channel to see it on the site. So I, I ended up clicking it and saw that he had shared it in there. And I was just reading some of the, the comments and stuff. And I, that, that's when it really hit me that, boy, I didn't know half of what was going on because yeah. people were discussing like uh, all these things. And, and I will long, give, crazy history. I'll give them credit because usually I go on Reddit and realize that uh, I, Reddit itself just on my computer screen is slapping me in the face because it doesn't <laughs> like me. Uh, this channel, I have to give Wolf Cypher and these guys in this channel full credit. It looked like they were pretty good guys and yeah. gals Didn't just talking about just name No, no. And, and it, it was good because even some people were even saying like, hey, I heard some people who weren't real big Carnage fans saying that they weren't really impressed or confused by the end. And, and I understand that. And, I, and I'm like, boy, what happened to this side of Reddit? Like, I've never seen this nice side. Uh, but yeah, I, I give them these, it. These Wolf nice Cypher's, corners of the and internet I, yeah, really. Exist, huh? Yeah, and, I, and Wolf Cypher listens. So I'll give him and those guys and gals credit. I, I really do. And I, I got a couple of things that I was I was reading, and I, I really liked it. Uh, but then he says, on the other hand, I bought Symbiote Spider-Man on a whim and absolutely loved it. Yeah. I haven't been able to see too much of Pete and Felicia's relationship, and I'm always down for some symbiote action. I was really impressed. And I kept forgetting to mention to you that we were going to have that on the podcast tonight. You kept getting irritated with me. You're like, what about Symbiote Spider-Man? Yeah. I'm like, I just well, forgot. I, yeah, I, what? I like that one better than the yeah, well, other at one. Point, at one point, one point you were just like i'll just talk about it myself quick we'll do it um i did mention to you that i, I drive eric nuts every week by calling uh peter parker pete right yep. i did i did it all week again this week yeah there's a bunch of comics with pete this week he gets so mad here's a question for brandon the lead into the new podcast segment and he's talking about our event podcast oh, okay. on the patreon account and i'll throw that out patreon.com slash where it's uh what's your top three 
favorite Marvel events. He loved Fear itself, even if that's an unpopular opinion. He loved Avengers versus X-Men and Secret Wars. What were your favorites? Yeah, I, I might say one of my my top favorites. I'll go one to three here. I'll start at number one, just be uneventful with it. I liked uh, Hickman's Secret Wars just because it was yeah. so crazy and, and different. And, and it kind of told you the, the whole story in the regular numbered issues where you didn't okay. have to read the tie-ins if you didn't want to, but there were some fun ones to it. I thought it was a cool way to do an event. It happened around uh, the DC Convergence time, too. So okay. it was yeah. a good distraction. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I do remember on. that. I yeah. do remember that because I actually was uh, looking at some reviews and things at that time. Obviously, we were doing all the DC stuff and, yeah. and wanting to jump off a roof. <laughs> and then I said, and I'm like, eh, people seem to be having more fun over that Marvel yeah. side of yeah, things. It was, it What's was going cool, on? It was a cool ending. You know, a whole Doom kind of Fantastic Four ending. It was a fun Marvel uh, event. Yeah. Probably my favorite in a long time. Uh, I would say, too, is is uh it's probably infinity gauntlet i'm gonna call that one okay. and, and it's kind of the first one i really read as a young kid and didn't really understand the whole lot but i've revisited yeah. as an adult and enjoy uh number three i guess i would say is um i don't know uh it's tough for me to come up with it off the top of my head Free scroll war right yeah hand, uh, hand. currently <laughs> top of my list isn't it's just that so ridiculous it. it's enjoyable yeah um, yeah yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a top three, but I would say one and two for me would definitely be, uh, Secret Wars two, or not two, the, the Secret Wars, the most recent one by Hickman and, yeah. uh, uh, what's that other one I said? I don't know. Uh, Infinity I, Gauntlet. There okay. It is. Yeah. yeah it's two. funny because the ones that, the only ones that I have read, uh, so far have pretty much been, uh, Venom Verse, Venom Inc. Uh, I'm looking down because I did read those to catch up. I also read Spider Geddon. I mean, you did. That's about it. And you know, I wasn't that. And yeah. Age of X Men. I mean, I could on, throw so. Maximum Carnage there. Yeah, it's I, not a whole line event. That's more like yeah. just a Spider Man type thing. But that would probably be the the I, I actually, for nostalgia's I, sake. I actually know what my my favorite is, uh, and it's one that I read before we even decided to do this. And I loved it, and it is Planet Hulk. I, I did actually oh, read yeah. that and enjoy yeah, that. Planet so Hulk that, was that, fun. Yeah, that, that'll be on mine. Uh, I, I don't have enough of a background, though, to go any further than that. But he continues then. That's all for me. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Much love from Canada. And that is Jay. And the last email is from Johnny Fresno, my favorite name ever. Weird <laughs> Sciencer. So I enjoyed the Weird Science Marvel podcast, episode 69, the Gronkowski episode. <laughs> yes. Like, I enjoy all your podcasts. You guys give me new perspectives on the mags I'm reading and help me keep up with the mags I am not reading. I read a couple issues in Nick Spencer's Spider-Man run, but I decided to spend my time and money elsewhere. Still not ready to forgive Mr. Spencer for Secret Empire. I find him more focused on trying to prove he is the smartest kid in the class rather than telling a good story. Even growing up in Fresno, I wasn't the smartest kid in the class. Neither was I. And I didn't even grow up in Fresno. I grew up in Quakertown. I was but great I at getting C's. How about that? Yeah, yeah. That, that's good. You know, C's without an effort to me is just as good as an A with a lot of effort. And yeah. by the way, Jay, you get a thumbs up for your email. I went to school to play basketball. It didn't work yeah. out for me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played hockey. That didn't work out for me either. Uh, you guys, oh, here it is. Wait, is it? I find more uh, focused on trying to prove the smartest thing. And he says he's not the smartest, but I don't think this is the point of comics. Especially at current prices, comics should enlighten or at least entertain. I'm more on the entertainment side yeah, of things. Me too. You verify that Spider Amazing Spider-Man is not enlightening or entertaining. I'll keep reading other comics, though. And uh, I like Amazing more than you. 
Yeah. Um, but again, it's because I think that a lot of the things that have been there done that for you that I haven't been there or done that. So I've already decided I will not buy every tie in the war of the realms. I will tell you that that (laughs) journey in the mystery ended up convincing me that myself. (laughs) I did not include journey in the mystery on my monthly pull list. I had some extra time on a long car ride. So I picked up issue one on a lark. One of your weekend podcasts had a good discussion on the difference between being a critic and a fan. As a fan, I was entertained by uh, that uh, journey in the mystery, number one. Your discussion ruined the whole illusion for me, and that's what we do. We yes. are the killer of dreams. We're here to change your mind about things you yeah, like. Yeah, it's tough. I, I, it's tough. We're more – I'll tell you, this podcast, we're more of a fan podcast than, than I've ever been involved with, but we still go at it critically and try yeah. to be honest. Uh, we just get to skew it a little more. I, I don't want a book that I'm I'm trying to read and talk about feel like it's it's making me spend 45 minutes of my life I want yeah. back immediately. And one of the yeah. things on the DC podcast is where you go with something and you end up talking about 68 issues of a book that you've never liked. Yeah. And that's not fun. Yeah, and that's not fun to, for people to listen either. Yeah. And you start to lose your mind and then people seem to enjoy you losing your mind and then you think you have to lose it. It's nonsense. So when we have this Snake podcast, we are allowed to say, have a creator say, by the way, this Ghost Rider book is not for you. Well, thank you, sir, because it's not. And I, you will never. I anticipated and, that already. Yes, but and, and it's one of those things, too. By at the end of that review, I think we even said that we were done with it. I don't know why you had to even chime in. Yeah. And I, you know I don't what, think you made it to the end, maybe. No, but what, what happens then? You, you know what happens with me. Now we're going to talk about number three. Now <laughs> the gloves are off. And now we're getting into the ring. Thanks a lot, guys. Yes, it's fan fiction with a lot of jokes that fell flat. Uh, he says, thanks a lot, guys, because we've ruined it for him. I like to see my, I, I just love the concept that they're chasing, uh, uh, the, you know, you have Ares in the, you know, semi from hell shooting things, but yet causing a little bit of a trouble with a bridge just pulls everything, it, it everything ends, stops. Ends everything for everybody. <sighs> Meanwhile, yes, I there's like, a baby nobody's ever heard of in a, a six-year-long yeah. Thor run. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I, I like to see Marvel give attention to lesser-known characters. Plus, I said in my review, because I did review it on the site today, and I said in my review, you had a good joke with the idea that Balder has been in hell and doesn't know these new legacy characters. Yeah. So when they say, oh, you'll get Hawkeye, he doesn't, he thinks Clint, not Kate. And when you get Kate, but he ruins it, or they ruined it by showing you the team in the first page. I know. I know. We see the team. Why the did they do that? They, yeah. You, you just explained your joke. Yeah. I don't know what, if they realize this, that's the worst thing to do with Some a joke. Some of my favorite jokes in comics are like just subtle art jokes that you yeah. notice and don't necessarily like, you know, are screamed at you through dialogue. I'm telling you, we're going to have one later. The, the continuing joke of Gob with his mouth yes. open. It's my a favorite. pure solid gold. I'll continue my plan to not include just uh, our J-O-M in my pull list, but I will buy it digital and read the occasional issue if I have a long commute. It's better than looking at the other cars stuck in traffic. Yeah. I, I hope... I hope he has one of those self-driving cars. Uh, he's something yeah, there. Right? <laughs> Maybe he's fancy. Do I guess he, that's why. That, that's why he can end up uh, both uh, getting the print and the digital. He's a fancy fella. <laughs> he's a Rockefeller and Invaders. I don't think any of us expected anything out of the series. Is it a limited series or continuing? I don't know. I, I don't wish know. I had an answer. 
I read some Invader's Tales and anthologies at the library as a kid. Fresno Libraries had great anthology comics. That's awesome. I think even we'll as find a kid, out yeah, this, this month on the J- solicits because this, this it's is Johnny seven. Fresno. He's yeah. in Fresno. He oh, okay, in Canada. My bad. Even as a kid, I thought the Invaders were not a top flight team. I almost gave them a pass. Uh, this series a pass. I think I had a long car ride and picked up issue one on a lark. Maybe he's got a driver. He's like, uh, you know, Jeeves. Please, t- f- circle the block. I'm in the middle of invading. <laughs> like you, I was knocked out by the first couple issues of the series. I agree with you that issue number four lagged. It filled with a couple of the blanks that you guys already deduced in past podcasts. It was cool to see Charles Xavier as a headstrong young jerk. I like the wild Wolverine in the tree cameo. See, there yeah, was, was a fun. funny joke. That was fun. The U.S. Navy sure needs to improve their screening if a maniac trader can make it to officer class like Roman did. And I agree. And Roman just being thrown out there with no even inkling of a question from Cap saying, wait, you keep mentioning the sun. Where is he? I don't see him here. You know, well, what's going on with old Roman? I think Invaders number four is a cool the engines episode building up the big finale, and I, I do agree with that as well. It's setting up some things before we get to the big deal. Um but yeah, you still have to rate it as what it is. So I still love that series. It's still probably my favorite series going right now at, at Marvel. So I'm still on. I just I was hoping that we'd get more when we got I love to the realization when Aaron is arguing with me and saying, ah, we never thought it was going to be shocking. We never <laughs> thought it was. And then on the cover, it says the shocking origin. Like, I got you there, buddy. Take care and keep making great podcasts. Can you dedicate episode 72 to John Matuzak? And I certainly will. I guess that Johnny is a Oakland Raiders fan, so uh. we'll go with that. But we're going to continue on. And John Matuzak, unfortunately, died of a drug overdose. And I actually really liked him, too. And if you are not a Raiders fan, Brandon, you can still be a fan of one of his biggest roles. And I don't mean the role in Caveman that he was in co-starring uh, at with Ringo Starr. He was Sloth in uh, Goonies oh, as well. Oh, was he really? So, yeah, yep, that was cool. Sloth. So, yeah, I was, was, cool. was going to say, I'm going to use one of my famous He's lines a, here. I wasn't a Raiders fan. But I was a Bo Jackson fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I the Raiders were. I, I like Ken Stabler. I, I actually liked a bunch of uh, Fred Bolitnikoff and those guys back Stabler's in the day. They just to were smoke crazy. Cigarettes on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. He's just crazy. <laughs> Snake. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna move on to the last three books of the night, and I'm gonna let Brandon take it over right now. What are we gonna talk about? We'll start off with Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number five, written by Tom Taylor, art by. Yadalir Sinar, Nolan Woodard is on colors, and VC's Travis Lanham is on letters. Spider-Man's latest adventure brought him down to the isolated society of Under York to rescue a neighbor and reunite her with her children. Under York's ruler soon came to the surface for retribution, but all of Spidey's neighbors showed up to support the webhead, one of the benefits of being friendly. With the threat sent back below ground, Peter was looking forward to a long nap, but his Aunt May was waiting in his room and she had something to tell him. And we found out that was she has cancer. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we start things off here, and Peter is like the worst human being alive. Almost. Oh, it's the worst. It got me so, <laughs> so mad, mad and him. sad. Yeah, he's not going to go to the chemo. No, he's got things to do. He comes up with excuses, and then yeah. yeah, I almost thought like you know, it, if you played this the other way, it would have worked a lot better. Where he decides he's going to go, but he ends up being late because he gets caught up yeah. in his typical Spider-Man stuff, but. I don't know. It broke my it heart. He out at the no end. Aunt May. I know, and I just and Aunt May is just like, it'll be okay. We'll get through this. I'm like, well, why aren't you upset, Aunt May? You're such a good person, such a sweet lady. Yeah, and then you know, Peek just goes off to you know bust some heads, right? Yeah. yeah there's not much to this issue. No, I mean, and then when he's this just is, swinging yeah. through. He stops what a high speed chase. It ends up being a kid. 
uh, who, who he feels bad for because he's getting beat up by his stepdad. Um, yeah, and his mom's, mom's getting boyfriend. beat up as well, it seems. Yeah, yeah, and so he's he's trying to run away, I guess. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man's like, yeah, move over. I'm going to help you I mean, you if, out. You want, if you want to have some crazy fun, I mean, a car chase with Spider-Man in the stolen car that then webs up and then catches himself in a web over an yeah, alley. They hide the, from cops above ground these, in a car. These police officers need to go back to training. <laughs> uh, all they have to do is look up. It is actually blocking part of the moon in their perspective. But they don't see it. They've and never heard trouble. of a superhero or supervillain in their no, life. No, 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 not at all. Never look up. But again, I mean, it would be funny if you're there and you're going around me and you're cops. And I'm like, did you see where the car went? And if I see you looking up in the air, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you <laughs> looking in the air? But you would have been right. Uh, I'll tell you. This is very quick. A lot it of people is. in the get Patch group, they book love it. You didn't like it as much. Oh. I liked it a lot. But I think that there's a, a thing behind all this that is the most important thing. And, yes, it is going to Doctor Strange. He goes because Pete accidentally breaks this kid's wrist. Arm, so yeah. he goes. That's not the thing. What the thing is, and I like this, and I like that Tom Taylor is going to address this right here and now and get it out of the way because this is the thing in a comic book universe where you have characters that are able to do things that, you know, like a Doctor Strange or, you know, like that. Come back alive. And most characters die and come back, things like that. You have an Aunt May with cancer, and I actually heard Doctor Strange was in this issue and immediately thought – Oh, Pete's just going to go and ask for yeah. help, and it's going to happen It'll and all that. Yeah. Now, I don't know that I love the way that this plays out especially, but I do like the way that Tom Taylor's like, listen, you can't you know, complain to me about this now. Yeah. It, it's said and done, and it's there's not going to happen. There's kind of some subtle allusions to like basically the first time this happened where Aunt May yeah. was about to die, and Peter made a deal with the demon, you know, Mephesto. Yeah, yeah. To, so the, it plays with that, yeah. and and that's cool. But the thing that gets me here is the idea that Doctor Strange and he that's the play of it even where he says and there's a cool call back to Doctor Strange number three ninety when Pete had a discussion with the magic spider and stuff and that's pretty funny. Yeah. But when you go and Doctor Strange says, Listen, yeah, you know, these things are weird. You you can't play with this sort of thing a lot, but you know, if I if we did do this you might owe something, uh, you know, a heck of a lot uh, going forward. And that's where you get the wink, wink. But again, I thought, well, if it's Peter, he's he's going to go with that. <laughs> I'm yeah, telling you, if, if it's me, I'm like, once. yeah, I'm telling you, if it's me, I'd say, yeah, you know what? I think I'll roll the dice again. Yeah. I, 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 you know, well, and again, because it's almost at this point, like he's thinking, you know, I have Mary Jane back. You know, what did it really lose me in the yeah. end? Because it's starting to kind of trickle back into. Yeah you know, place for him to how things used to be. But I also kind of think that might be why she's getting cancer again, because because of that. But also with that, do you think that that's how it's going to tie in that you'll have? I mean, will you have Mephisto show up and try to make the deal again? And yeah, then Peter turn it down, or is is that why you or get Peter this accept first? it again, and then Mephisto yeah, laugh at him? That's what I'm saying. Is this it's, is this Doctor Strange scene a wink, wink to remind everybody of what happened? I don't yeah. think anybody would forget that, but I think that maybe you might be onto something that if we did see, say, a Mephisto or somebody come back and say, like, "Hey, remember that deal we made?" And Peter's like, "No, no, I'm not making any deals anymore." He's like, "No, no, no." 
what's happening is this deal was kind of reversed and you're seeing what's happening because of that and maybe it does end up and it would be unfortunate of the you know i have to break up with mary jane because this can't happen if yeah. this happens then this happens you know well, almost like a, a separate you know, monkey the other paw thing that makes me almost think that too is because they're they're pushing this black cat and peter stuff yeah. real yeah. hard lately like, yep. with a whole backstory series coming out around it and, and yeah. the allusions to it and him revealing his identity to her lately like yeah you know, it it feels like that a yeah. little bit. I, I no, like, and, and here's I the thing: the Mary Jane. Card you like Mary Jane, but, right? Yeah. You like Mary Jane. What have they done with it? Yeah, I mean, I know. If, if you're going to do something, do something. <laughs> you know, really, get something going. Don't start, you know, doing this. You know, you know, going around. I was going to say a, a term that would not be appropriate for this what, podcast Playboy just now, Peter? but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just but do something with it. I, I want to see more of that. Get Mary Jane back in Amazing doing more than just sitting on her bed while they, you know, that strange yeah. centipede guy's leering at her. I, know. I, I don't need that. Creeper. I'm leering at her myself. Dude, I don't need him to never do heard it. Of that, huh? You don't need two creeps. <laughs> I'm already a creep. But yeah, it ends where Peter does show up. You have the chemotherapy going, yeah, and I, I will, so, I will tell I you, much happier when this happens. Tom then. Taylor does have a knack of getting feels from me whenever he wants to. Yep. And I, I'm saying at any point that he wants to in a book because this is something that by the end Peter shows up and I can't say that it's something that was totally shocking. No. You know, you would you would have hoped that's how it ended. I still got choked up. And yeah. because of that, I, I like the art as well. And I'm having fun with this book. Yeah, this book, a lot of people are saying that they like this Spider-Man as their Spider-Man. I still want more of a story. I still want something that feels, you know, obviously Aunt May getting cancer is is huge. But that's not what I wanted from Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, the the actual driving around in the car, Fast and the Furious, and that might be along the lines of what I need. But even then, Peter gets all pissed off and starts smashing things and breaks a guy's thing. So we'll see how it it goes forward. But at the moment, this is still – it is my favorite Spider-Man book as well after saying all of that. And I'm giving this a 9 out of 10. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, still not my favorite issue of the week, though, and not even my favorite Spider-Man issue, which is a hint. But uh, what is uh, your score for this? Yeah, I'm going to give this a 7.5. Uh, j- just How dare I, you? I had a real problem with Peter's personality in the beginning. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like – I know he's aloof and things like that, but yeah. I don't feel like he would say no in that situation to I know. his aunt. I know. Um, and yeah, he, he would have – he does make up for it by the end, which made me feel a little better. But I don't know. It just felt out of character for the person yeah. of Peter Parker. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, if, if he said yes and he runs into a problem getting there on time, that's more Peter than just flat out yeah. avoiding the situation for, for technically, you know, uh, his, his aunt and what she's going through. Um, yeah. But other I'd than agree. that, I, I like the middle of the issue. I like the art. Uh, I thought I would yeah. still recommend it. I think it's a. Another good issue in this series. I've only really disliked one of them so far. So, yeah. so uh, what you're saying is trend. nine out of ten is the correct score. I yeah. get you. Now, what's next? Because this is my We're gonna favorite go Spider-Man and, book. And stick with Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man with Symbiote Spider-Man number one, and this is written by Peter David. Uh, we got pencils by Greg Land, inks by Jay Liston, colors by Frank DeMarta, and VCs Joe Sabino as letters. I'm not going to really do the blurb because all it is is a rundown yeah. of Spider-Man and Mysterio. We've talked yep. a lot about them lately, so I should know a little bit about it. But, um, yeah, we start off with, with Spider-Man staring down Mysterio, all beat up. Uh, and then we're yep. going to start working our way backwards, kind of a popular theme for the way issues are flowing this week. 
Um, yep. but yeah, it, it, Spider-Man's kicking his butt before we see how this all starts. And again, like and, a, and again, uh, you know, chapter one thing. Yeah. The, the one thing about it is this does happen after secret wars. There, there's, yes, you know, this got, is kind of happening before. Suit. Yeah, he's in his black suit. The big this kind of before. selling point out there, there doesn't play much into the it issue. It is. Now, I, I will tell you there's uh, – and then there's one big thing in this issue that actually threw me off. Uh, and it was – but it didn't throw me off that much because of the timing of it. But you do see the Twin Towers, which uh, is kind of a callback to that first Spider-Man trailer when they had the two yep. Twin Towers and Peter had the uh, – I guess it was the helicopter caught between those. They had to take it. So it's kind of like – almost like Peter David's like, all right, let's bring that back. Let's bring it back to the Spidey book. You know, you're going back in time so you can you can do that. Uh, but, yeah, this is a Mysterio. And, and really, if anything, I think Fresh Start has really been good for Mysterio. Yeah. Well, I mean, every time we get him, I love Spider-Man him. Spider-Man movie coming out. Yeah, soon and yeah and I, I, I've loved every bit of him. And every time we get him, including in this, you kind of get the, you know, you get more of these character moments and kind of the thing where he wants to be this bad butt. But he doesn't want to be that he bad. He doesn't want to commit and, to the whole no, gig all the well, way. Well, then he doesn't want people to get hurt. Yeah. And, and and it plays out that somebody gets hurt, somebody dies, and it really affects him, and he wants to give it up. Uh, and as this is going on, you do have Peter in the symbiote suit going, and I'll tell you, the art in this is incredible. I love it. It is so good. It is so <laughs> good. And you even have – it's funny because you do see the Twin Towers where he's jumping between, and then you even, right after that, get a little bit of an in-joke of, man, who would want to see spider-man on broadway you know what the answer is nobody is what we found <laughs> yeah. out hey, go talk to bono on the edge on that thing didn't uh, somebody yeah. get hurt that was spider-man yeah they got hurt that? that was it was a disaster yeah. that whole deal you had you two doing the same it seemed like it was made for you know just to count money and it was not um but yeah you, you go on with this and again there there isn't a ton happening besides just the idea oh, that you really have more of a mysterious story yeah, actually it's a than mysterious a story and again like i said mysterio is there he ends up doing a bank robbery and somebody gets killed a, a lady gets killed and he's going to give a, give it up and and the weird thing about this is is he goes and he's mourning her at the gravesite where Peter has taken Felicia because she wants to do more Peter things. And I did like this because you have the symbiote suit then, or the black, you know, where it ends up even being just his daily wear. Yeah, he can, and he I'm can like, change I to whatever he needs. I'm yeah. like, I, it would make a hoodie and shorts and I am in. I would never have to change. <laughs> right? you, I wouldn't have to clean that while no. I'm taking a shower. Oh, no. yeah, they, yeah, it's, it's self-cleaning. self-cleaning. Yeah, it's all. And you do have Felicia kind of bringing out the whole deal like, and it's alive. No, no, you know, it has its own web shirt and it's alive. She keeps telling him he won't listen. No, no, it's alien technology. That's alive. And you, you go and you have this where Felicia gets to meet Aunt May. In the meantime, Peter looks over and sees Mysterio and, you know, it's Mysterio without the costume on. So he sees him. He goes to follow him while Felicia ends up being able to, you know, kind of have a little yeah. time with Aunt May. And did you think it was weird when she kissed her? Yes. Because I think Aunt May that would be like, what are weird. you doing? Especially because um, Aunt May's like, oh, I, I know you didn't really want to do this with me. And yeah, then yeah, like yeah. she's like laying smooches on her. I'm like, that's weird. You know, it's so no weird. touching. Lay one on me, Felicia. <laughs> going on there yeah really why aren't i at this <laughs> graveyard uh and you know what they do at a graveyard they bury the stiff oh my <laughs> that's inappropriate uh, we're going here though and the, the worst thing of this and, and the the shame of it mysterio goes off and is actually even going to do a video that says basically hey mysterio here i'm done 
you know, this violence thing is nonsense. He even says, somebody else can go chase Spider-Man. I'm out. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I'm done. And Peter comes flying. He even yeah. says, I'm going to, I'm going to start up. I'm going to go to special effects. I'll teach them real part of, you yeah. know, oh, uh, I'll, real I'll show these effects how and it stuff. Works. Yeah, really. This is Eric loves the practical effects. And that's what Mysterio oh, yeah. is all about, uh, which does come in. And it's a funny little shout out about page. the effects. This is my favorite and page in comics when, this week. When, what? When Peter tries to jump out the window? Because yep. that was my favorite <laughs> thing. And we, it was set up so well. But the problem is, is Mysterio was going to give it up. And then Peter comes in and ruins it and ends up, you know, kind of oh, pushing him around. he's going off the handle, too. He's, he is going you know, off this, the handle. This black suit makes him angry. And, and with that, it's it's a weird it's, – it's a very bad string of coincidence. Yep. The black suit ends up making him angry, right? Also, Mysterio has had the ability before – to dull out the spidey sense. Yep. So when Peter comes in, he does not sense danger and just throws that aside saying, oh, you know, he's doing that. Then that must really mean danger. Well, Mysterio ends up saying, no, no, no. I was at that, you know, that that person I was at, that was my sister. He completely lies. And Peter's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry, backs off, but it's too late. Yeah. Mysterio blows up his hideout. They have to get out. Peter <laughs> to jump out this window and it's a fake window, fake window. and he goes i should have known it's it and just boom with a thud it's it he's like i hate this guy it's so good so mysterio funny. gets away uh peter then does have to get away yeah, and then like, has to jumps get out through a wall because you know yeah. this suit gives him a little extra yeah. strength too so yeah he gets out now what happens though at the end is mysterio sees him switch that suit up he sees the suit dissipate he's like what in the world it changed clearly there's more to spider-man's new custom than anyone knows uh, so yeah, it's not just that it's black. We're gonna, you know, go forward with this. And I love this. I loved I every too. minute of it. I got the book. idea that even though it is kind of filling in spaces from before, I like it because it makes me feel like I'm, you know, getting into Catching some old school past, stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's awesome. I love it. And, and like I said, since we started, Mysterio is my favorite villain. It's so yeah. funny. He's, he's becoming my favorite Spider-Man he's, villain. He's too. been the most featured. He's been in a bunch of books. I mean, he's in books that aren't even, you know, he's in the next book, the book we're going to finish. Not this issue, but he's been in Dead Man Logan and things. Every time he's in there, I really feel for him. I know. They're really playing he's it good, up. And he's I, a good character. Yeah. This art is incredible. This art, there are pages that just look like the best thing I've ever seen since we started. There's one with just Peter. There's one Mysterio page that I'm telling you, if I ever did go and, and you know, I don't like people, Buy so I don't go. Like and I went yeah. and bought art. It's when he's just there and there are some bubbles or whatever. You take those out where he's just there clenching his fists and he... It's awesome. Yep. I loved it. it. It has a even the reflections in the mirrors yes, and stuff. It you can has see even Peter. a and it's even it's not even like it's a photorealistic style. It is a cartoony type style. But uh, that when Peter is there and he's in the the black suit, he says, "Come on, get up, get to your feet. I'm not going to punch a man who's just lying there." Where he's fighting Mysterio. It, it looks incredible. I yeah, love I it. Uh, so with that, I'm I'm going again nine five, which yep. you know was last week was my big deal. But yeah, I'm going nine five. What about you? Yeah, I had nine two. I'll match you. I'll go nine five. Um, yeah, it's awesome because I'm going to give this. You know, it, it's definitely my book of the week. I had no yeah, expectations coming too. into this, and I loved it so much. By the time I closed the the book, I was like, I think I need to go buy this series. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just a lot of fun, and and it's some of the better. You know. Peter David work I've read in a yeah, long time. Yeah, I, I loved it. 
I, I thought it was great. Now we're going to finish up quickly uh, because you have your Game of Thrones and I have to go pick up my son. But we have yeah. one last book. And it is what, Brad? Yes, old, Dead Man Logan. I was going to say Old Man Logan. Yeah, this yeah. is Dead Man Logan number six, written by Ed Brisson, art by Mike Henderson, colors by Nolan Woodard, and VCs Corey Pettit on the letters. Logan pre- uh, prevented Sin and Miss Sinister from manipulating Mysterio and causing the death of the X-Men in his timeline. And that's our summary. <laughs> yeah. And, and with that... This is a really weird issue if it you've is. been reading this I, book. I enjoyed this too, though. For, I liked for whatever it. I liked it, it a lot. It all down, but it I did. usually hate these issues, and the I, I really thing, liked though, it. If this was the end, and it would, because this is twelve issues, yep. but this this does end, you know. And you know, I'm I'm wondering how it picks up. I haven't seen the solicits. I can kind of guess how it does, but with this, if this was just the end, and we got these six issues. Yeah, I might be a little upset because we, we spent a lot of time with uh, Sin and, and Miss Sinister and yeah. stuff like that. But even so, I liked it. I got some feels for it. You you have the idea that as this is going on, this is – and it's even counted as an interlude because you have the five issues now this. Yeah. And uh, you do have Old Man Logan going around and making Same everything good before yeah. he goes. And it, it actually shocked me that by the end – he ends up in the wasteland. I he know. goes through the portal yeah. and specifically like his, his says goodbye of the six one six issue. It was yeah, really well he, done. He, yeah, he says specifically too. Now whether they, or not they listen to him, but he says when I Hold go through you, you, you blow it. Yep. You know I don't want anybody and and specifically says I don't want anybody coming to the wasteland and I don't want anybody getting back from it. So we'll see how that works out. But he's just gonna go around and and with me. Not knowing everything of what, you know, the old man Logan as much as you or whatever, I think that this was well done, including the idea that he's going around. He says, you know, and, and it's weird, too, though. He's saying goodbye and saying he was sorry to Steve yep. about what he that had done. When they just dealt with, yeah. And it's almost like one of those where it's also he's saying sorry for everything that he might have done. And, you know, all these things. Yeah, it's it's even like, like he looks at Steve Rogers as the priest of the Marvel Universe. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm almost thinking that he's looking at him it's to be able to have his time. confession. And it's yes. like. I'm not just sorry for what I'm talking about here, but I'm yeah. sorry about things that may, it won't even happen yeah. now, but I still did. And, and because Steve's just the greatest guy. And uh, unfortunately, when I'm reading this, I'm like, you know what? I love Cap so much. Uh, and we don't talk about the Cap book because we're not digging, uh, you know, the Tony yeah, Code's political like, style. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I need. But, uh, he's going. And this is where it took the turn where I'm like, oh, my God, because not only is he saying goodbye to the people he has fought with while he was here who are helping him get back, going to Steve, that he ended up attacking again and all that. But he ends up going to make sure that Maureen, his future will never be wife now, yeah. you know, all that, whatever, is going to have a nice life, even though it's not a life. And, and especially since it's not going to be a life with him, he says. And I thought that was awesome. I thought that was really good yeah. where he goes the, just to make Mariko sure that he, he's asking yeah. for the favor is like his, you know, one of his first girlfriends. Yeah. In, in and he comics. said at yeah. one point he thought they were going to get married and all that. And so he goes and just says, listen, the, you're the only one who will understand even a little of this, even if you're going to be confused. But this is Maureen uh, Beauchard. And I want you to make sure that she has everything she wants in life. I'm going to give you this stuff. You take care of it. You make sure that nothing happens to her. I want her to never have to worry about anything at all. And don't worry about it. She'll never know why this is whatever. But just please do that. And then just, just like, you know what? Hey, I'm going to go. And I love the fact 
that everybody he goes to does, you know, say, you know what? You're a good guy. Yeah. You are a good guy. And it's funny when he's with Steve. You're like, man, how'd you find me? I, I That's what I do. I, I find, find people. people. <laughs> and then later, because then he goes. And it's funny, too, because he st- he goes out from this and he, he's sniffing. Yeah. And he's like, Both hey, I know he you're leaves, around. Leaves these yeah, places. he's like, yep. He's like, I know you're around. I'm heading down to the Ivanhoe pub. You want to join me? Come and join me. I'll see you there. For some reason, I'm such a dummy. I thought it was Sabretooth. <laughs> so I thought it was. I'm like, who would it No attention to the cover of the issue. No, I, I'm telling you, I never look at the covers uh, <laughs> yeah, because and half the time they mess me up anyway. But yeah, it's it's, it's Wolverine. And it, it's a nice thing that he did come back in time for this series to happen, yep. for this to happen. I like this and and he's just, and it's one of those where, you know, he wants to say goodbye to himself. Also make sure that he kind of says, Hey, you know, uh, when things go on, I'm not going to tell you exactly what happened to me because I don't want it to happen again. Yeah. Just, you know, just keep, make sure that you're yourself. Don't, don't become something else. Don't, you know, retract the clause because you think you have to or think that, you know, that's the right way. Go with your heart. Just listen to what you think you should do, and you'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, the, the craziest nonsense that I've ever seen happen. <laughs> a fight starts in the bar. That's fine and dandy. You have two Logans there. You have old man Logan. You have our current Logan. And, uh, yeah, I don't mind them fighting. D- don't pull the claws out. I, I, I mean, you, you are just this going. This fight doesn't even involve them. No. Just, it crosses their I'm path. telling you. It is just some people fighting, and they full out claws they out. No, I'm wondering where, where are those hunt claws? Uh, but you know, I I just can only guess that they murdered everybody yeah, there, right? I think they so. Just murdered them. Yeah, took all uh, the we go, Yeah, so we go back to Forge's lab, and this is at the point where I'm still such a dummy. I don't realize that this is the end of him in this world, it seems. So I'm like, all right, well, then he goes, now it hits me, because he goes back and says goodbye to everyone. You do get that little... Little weird hint with Maestro. I know. Like, hey. I'm like, yeah, and that's somebody the like thing. this head on fire right now? Yeah. So they're like, hey, you know, Maestro's here. Shouldn't we get rid of him? No, no. I have it under we control. we got to study this whole. And, and even, even old man Logan. Hey, he's there keeping it around. It's waiting <laughs> for a disaster. Yes. I am leaving. George, I don't want another you disaster. You don't have a good history with this stuff. Yes, get I don't want this stuff. Get Please. Burn him now. And, oh, well, I don't care what it takes. Get him in a rocket and shoot, shoot him into the yep, sun. I was just going to say, something. call Superman. <laughs> yes, do something. Don't, don't do this. Like, it's okay. We know it's not okay. No, no. We That's know why that Logan's this, like, also, destroy this machine and send me yes, back. I'm also, out of here. You guys you're are here. Dumb. We're, we're reading this, and I'm like, we have six more issues. <laughs> this is the only thing that we can see that would go wrong. He ends up saying goodbye to everyone. And, and I, I liked every one of them. Yeah. I liked when he's there. And I, I actually like the progression of him. Like, there it is with Forge. He's not going to hug Forge, right? No. So he shakes his hand. He's like, hey, goodbye. You know, hey. And he's like, I can hold off. And he's dead. Forge is just like, I got this portal open. You got to go through. He's like, all right, we'll go. Uh, but he's like, you know, uh, you know, make sure you blow it up. And no one else goes. No one comes back. You have my word. Then he goes to Jubilee. And he hugs her. You're getting a little bit of the feels, you know. And he's saying goodbye to – and he says goodbye to Clint. And that, it, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, like and those two one. were good together. And then he says goodbye to Gob, and I'm like, why am I so upset? Uh, Because this is – and Gob with that that look on his face. But yeah, and he says, I don't know how I'm going to get – 
going to get along without you. And, and to me, it's almost as if Ed Brisson's also saying, like, well, without this book, God, he ain't got yeah, much. I no. mean, this is his best we, we've deal We've figured here. out Bob's role in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. This look yeah, on so, his face is what he needs oh, at all times. It's so good. But he's like, hey, you're going to be good. And he's like, Glob, you're a good guy. You're so good. And I did get the, you know, the feels there. And and if you would have told me when we started this that a Glob and a Dead Man Logan Scene would have me do the deal. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. You also have the, the like, hey, no more Regen X. Like, I, I promise. Yeah. I, whatever. You know, we're going to go back. And, and then it ends. He goes through and there he is. He's in the wasteland. Yeah, the wasteland and it just says to be continued. continued. And I'm like, holy crap. You could, like, I, I, I really I, feel like the way that ended, you know, you could really stop reading this book right now and yeah. be satisfied. Well, that's what I said. It's a very satisfying ending. Yep. The, the trouble with that and the, the fear is you're going to continue you and it won't it be as good. No. Because this six issues – which I, you would guess, you have to, unless, that's the thing, maybe they'll collect it as one 12 issue maxi trade, but if they do, if they do it in two sixes, I suggest to get this for anybody. Oh, yeah. It's really good. And yes, you could walk away from it right now. So, and, and that's one of the things. I, I think me and you will continue to like. Oh, yeah, I definitely. But like if, it. if we don't, uh, we could just doing the podcast. I can easily walk away from it and be satisfied with what we got. Yeah. This is one yeah. of the best All my six investment issues. Investment in Old Man Logan. I would have yeah. been fine with this being the last yep. issue and, of the and series. Where, and and where we have the whole deal, where a lot of the times these books in the fresh start, even though it doesn't even seem to be fresh start anymore. But the first six issues usually were the ones that a yeah. lot of these people struggled with. This is strong. This yeah, is really was. strong, and not a lot of people are talking about no, it. Which I is know. A shame. It makes me sad. Only yeah, three yeah, reviews. So. But all the reviews are pretty, you know, ten nine yeah. eight. So yeah, it's because you had you're you're one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then you go and you you see in the coming next or whatever you see uh, Florida checked out, but also a little South Dakota there as well. It looks like so we'll see what's going on. I I don't know. What, I have no idea that. where this could go. I've read yeah. the solicits, but I don't remember them. So. Yeah, so there you go. But yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. So uh I liked it. I actually loved it. I'm going to give it a nine. I like the art. I like this as an ending to that first deal, and I thought it was very satisfying. How about you? Yeah, I'm going to also give it a nine because I, lo- I loved it too, but I didn't like it just a little less than yeah. uh, Symbiote Spider-Man. So. Yeah, I'm with you. But yep. yeah, Symbiote Spider-Man I, is I our book Mike of the Henderson's week. I love Mike art with this book too because I think yeah. it really oh, you know, awesome. suits the tone of the title yeah, well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, Symbiote Spider-Man is our book of the week, right? Yep. Is yep, that yep. it? Did I give that a nine five? Is yeah. that what I gave him? Yeah, nine yeah, five. I, I said nine two. Yeah, but overall, other five. than my favorite book X twenty three, I liked pretty much all the books. Yeah. You know, in varying fashions. But yeah, that's the end of the weekend edition. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I will mention once again, we have a website where we review a bunch of the books, not every single Marvel book each week, but we're trying, and I'm getting back in the swing of things. That's at weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. We also have a Patreon where you can support us if you enjoy this podcast and want to support us just for that, or if you want to go and get more shows, including a Marvel Spotlight, an events podcast, a Back Issues podcast, a bunch of Marvel things, go over and check it out. That's all we ask. Go check it out at, uh, what is it, patreon.com slash weird science all these are also in the show notes 
but I'm not going to delay this anymore. Uh, anything uh, you want to say? Parting parting words? No, no I'm, I'm right. ready for some thrones. I know other people You're are going with to me. the I thrones. Can't be the only one, right? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I'm. I'm expecting most people are listening to this on Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, not uh, you know having already watched Thrones. Yeah. Uh, but Matt yeah, and Tiger thanks. Woods. Congratulations. Yeah, really, to you. That, that was, was pretty sweet. cool. That was cool. But yeah, thanks everybody, and we'll talk to you in a couple of days. And the mouse keep running, running, and 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 running,